from the trenches. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to From the Trenches, real life in the accounting industry. My name is David Boyer from Change GPS. This is a special show. Joining me is Malcolm Stewart from MJS Business and Financial. It's been a long time since we've had another accountant on the show to interview. This show is still brought to you by BGL, Australia's number one corporate compliance and superannuation software and the outsourced accountants taking care of all of your resourcing needs. Malcolm, we're at the Perth Roadshow. Yes, it's a wonderful day and Paul, I don't think you've been told yet, but anyway, um, lots of great tips, catching up with uh, the app providers, getting new information, sorting out a few problems. So, very- I, I want to explain to listeners why you're here. We had breakfast today, Change GPS put on a breakfast this morning before the road show and you came up to me and said, when are you going to get me on the show? And I said, oh, what are you doing in half an hour? <laughs> yes. I was only joking, but here we are. So, <laughs> but, it, but I love because well, you represent something that I've really enjoyed being on this roadshow, which is just going out and talking to real accountants, not just the accounts that exist on social media or exist online, and and, and those people doing amazing things, and, and we can learn a lot from them. But just regular accountants who are out in the burbs helping the mums and dads of Australia. Um, tell us a bit about your practice. Yes, um, we're a two partner firm in Subiaco in Perth. Um, Eagles fans. No, my partner come from New South Wales, so he's a Parramatta Eels fan and I'm a Docker fan, so oh, wow. 25 years of suffering. Yeah, well, you know, I'm a Dogs fan, so it's worth it when you finally get there, trust me. <laughs> well, I actually went to the Dockers' first game in Melbourne at the MCG. Oh, really? You're Clive Waterhouse fanboy, are you, yeah. <laughs> um, Peter Mann would have dominated back then, actually. Yes, and there was a fight in the crowd. What? And I'm looking around saying, "Who's how's... There's, no, there's 20 Docker supporters in the ground. Turns out it was two Richmond supporters beating the crap out of each other. <laughs> God bless them. Well, they're done all right. That could be you soon. So anyway, your, your practice, two partners. Two partners. We merged oh, about 13 years ago, um, mainly at the time accounting, doing a little bit of financial planning. Um, but over the last couple of years, our financial planning division has grown quicker than the accounting. So... Pretty soon we're going to have to change our title from accountants that do financial planning to be financial planners that do accounting. Now, this is this is why we're chatting because I can't remember the last time I heard an accountant say that financial planning is growing faster than accounting. There's been massive disruption. So what do you reckon's happened that's caused this to work out for you? Um, we're pretty lucky with the clients that we've got. Um, a lot of high net wealth clients and... Full credit to my partner, Paul Johnson. He's written a book on share investing. And so a lot of what we do is around picking a portfolio of 15 stocks for clients, buying and holding. Because over the 25 years that I've been doing it, nothing makes more sense than just buying the good shares, holding them for the long term and get your growth out of that. And the clients have become educated that when shares... It doesn't sound sexy or fancy at all, though. Like I could have done this when I was 18. That's it. It is so simple. Um, so even yes, yesterday I was interviewing a couple of clients and they started with a geared share portfolio. They're just putting $100, $200 a month in for their daughters and now they're both over $70,000 and they just can't believe how these simple things just work, just putting in a little bit at a time each month, just leave it, let it grow, not worry about it and it, and it works. But then you get a lot of people trying to do fancy stuff, fund managers and all that sort of stuff. 
And yeah, there's a place for that, but it, our point of difference is that we do it that way. The business model of financial planning is under a bit of stress at the moment. Yeah. What's yours? Um, we've got the my partner and I, we do the advising to clients and then the rest of it, we use a bit of outsourcing um, for the power planning and that. So that means that we can see more clients and any issues around the, getting the SOAs written can be done straight away. Have you always been fee for service or what happened when that cha- What happened when the commission structure changed industry-wise for you? Um, we invoice our fees, so it is fee for service, um, but there's a whole lot of talk around that, whether you get commissions, fees or whatever, but basically you work out what you want to get from the client and whether you get it by commissions, fees, trails, whatever, the amount's going to be the same. Um, you have to have the skill. You have to have a different conversation with the client now because yeah. you have to price yourself rather than just say, well, somebody else is charging yeah. this. Yeah, so, um, well, it's no secret. We're now moving. We were 0.88 on the balance of the client's funds or funds under management. We're just putting that up to 1% and we're still low in the market. But for us, that, again, has a significant difference to our top line. And none of the clients are pushing back. Um, um, the market in Perth at the moment, it's always, Perth's always fascinating. You've got this beautiful big city and depending on where the mining boom is, it's either full or empty. Yeah, well, we've seen that in Subiaco. Um, when the mining boom was in full bore, um, there wasn't enough office space in Perth, so then the people moved into West Perth and then that started moving to Subiaco. But now that all that's gone... Um, there's plenty of empty offices around and to the point where our rent is probably less than half what it was during the boom. <laughs> oh, well, come set up a practice over here. That's fantastic <laughs> news. Whether you sort of talk about wealth as being a big opportunity for you, but you're at Zero Roadshow today, which is very much a technology conference. Yeah. Where's the technology opportunity for you in your practice? We it was One of the apps we use is My Prosperity and the main... Uh, information. One of the main information holders in the financial planning world is XPlan, and now they're starting to link into each other. And so, getting clients on board with that, being able to get the access to the data has been really good. So, so you're well, yeah, but that's not accounting tech. I mean, give us something juicy. <laughs> accounting tech. Well, our frustration is as accountants that we've seen in the last five or ten years, the accounting industry has been completely revolutionised and the financial planning world is years behind. But it's, it's interesting because I think you need a, there's elements of both that need to come together. So yes. that approach to technology and, and service automations, critical, I think you were telling me the story that like the financial planners want things printed and in PDFs and need, need these like slow responses to get things into banks and things like that. But what financial planners have that accountants don't have is this approach to client servicing that's much more engaged, like they're more, I don't know, salesy? Don't kill me, Paul, but they are. <laughs> um, I wouldn't say salesy, but it's if, if you're offering accounting and financial planning services, that allows you to have a deeper conversation with your clients. Um, you're able to help them in so many more areas. Um, I mean, How, How'd you go on your phasier exam? I've only done a practice one and I passed it, but oh, I, <laughs> I've got to do the real one. But like I'm in my mid-50s, 
Um, Can't be bothered. 30 years ago was the last time I sat a three-hour exam. Oh, and to sit down for three hours in the one spot, concentrating straight away, like you're completely out of practice. <laughs> and, it, and, it, and for older accountants, it's, it's, it's a real hassle, not just doing it. I mean, because you know the legislation, but it's the physical process of sitting down for three hours in a seat that's uncomfortable at a table that's the wrong height on someone else's laptop that you're not familiar with, that's a struggle. <laughs> Other than that, it's running really smoothly. <laughs> yes. So, yeah, after I did the practice one, I was trash. So it sort of put me off. I'm leaving it till later. Um, to the last minute, you mean? Yeah. Uh, we just have the, the ladies at the uh, Perth Convention Centre pack up lunch next to us. I seem to always find where lunch is to record from these days. Um, the Perth employment market, easy, tough to get talented staff? Well, during the boom, um, you couldn't get anyone, but now it's pretty okay. But we, we've got a good team with us now. Um, so if we need to expand, we're just going to get more outsourcing resources. Um, so you're, you're outsourcing at the moment overseas? Yes. yes. Cool. Who are you doing that with? Um, well, our team's in, based in India. Right. Oh, wow. And how do you find the process of getting work over there? Oh, it's easy. Everything is, is in the cloud now. So um, the great thing is these days that anything you can do at a computer doesn't matter where the computer is. So that's even for like myself. I could go to Rotnest or I can go overseas or over east and still do all my work. Come to Melbourne if you want. Yeah, I'll be coming in the footy season. So, um, so the ability to do work anyway. I know Paul was fascinated with it. He went on his two-month trip. But technically... Technology. Can we not talk about Paul? Is that all right? <laughs> well, the, the former, should I, should, should I say the former host? Oh, wow. <laughs> um, the technology just allows you to do it. And the biggest thing um, is your own mindset. As soon as you, you always think, gee, maybe I'd like to do that or I should try it. But once you actually do it, it becomes easy. Have you worked on things to, to change your mindset around that? Like, has that been an easy thing? I mean, you're an experienced guy. Like. Yeah. Um, have I worked on stuff? Yes. I regular, I've, Oddly enough, we're based in Perth, but our, one of our biggest clients is in Sydney. So I go over and see her twice a year. And just being the ease of being able to do my work over there, out of the office, which is great because it frees up a bit more thinking time, um, it's just easy to do. Uh, we're at Zero Road, so let's give Zero. What's your favourite Zero feature? Favourite Zero feature? Don't say, you know, auto bank coding, not the boring stuff. Um, payroll's a lot better. <laughs> so you, th you like Zero Payroll and you're growing your wealth management business. You might be the most unique accountant in Australia. Oh, thanks for that. <laughs> I'll take that as a compliment. Um, the thing is, though, in my practice, I'm not – using zero with clients every day i'm sort of a i've got staff to do the processing work i don't need to be involved in it so i'm not in using zero every day like that how are you pricing these days uh we use strictly value pricing price up front clients pay by monthly direct debit um is that more fixed pricing do you think on the fixed you know on the fixed versus value that's more fixed it's a combination. If we get um, out of scope work, it's value priced. Um, but I think the great thing that's taken 10 years to get right 
But the great thing for us is that um, with the monthly direct debits, your cash flow is pretty consistent throughout the year. So that takes away a lot of stress running a practice. Um, and we're almost at the point where our direct debits, we could just shut the office for a year and have enough revenue to pay all the bills without billing any more. So oh, it's that, that closed one, done, that's it. <laughs> but it's interesting, like a lot of these apps don't talk about things like making money and making cash flow. And, and it changed because we've chosen to do that on this roadshow because where we think if, if, if an app can't actually prove that it's going to make you money or put you in a significantly better position than you currently are, don't yeah. mess around with it. Look, we've used Change GPS since it was, well, when it was developed under the account banner. Um, so that's, oh, would hate to think how long ago that was. But the good thing with Change GPS is if you're setting up a practice or you don't have systems, those systems and ideas are already in Change GPS. So it's easy to adopt that and use those processes um, in your practice. So sending out trust minutes and um, ASIC things and uh, the tax planning. We've used all that stuff and it's it's just made it so much easier for us. We're getting into tax planning seasons. How are you going to use it for tax planning this year? Um, we, we will go through the process. A lot of our clients, we've already built into their fees that, um, uh, an amount for tax planning. So when, if they don't have that, so the smaller clients, if they don't have it, then we can use the change GPS model to get them in to have a look at their tax planning. You, you literally use it to get new revenue in? Yeah. Oh, well, that's, that's what it's there for. Mate, Paul, we're letting we're not editing that, Paul. That's going live to air. And if you want to inquire about change, no, I wouldn't do that on the show. It's a bit unfair. So, so the, or is it? There's a, there's a there is a lot of value. And I was just talking. I've got a team member here today, Tracy. She's our she runs all our processes, and it's fantastic to have someone in like that in the business. Um, just how we can use our outsourced team. So use more of the resources that are in the change GPS because everyone's in their practice thinking, oh, I should do that one day, I should do that one day. Well, today's the day. The best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago. The second best time is today. So if you can use those extra resources to start embedding some of these processes, then you just generate more revenue. Malcolm, any final messages for the listeners out there, the dear listeners? Um. My final message is it's all about your mindset. If you always hesitate or worry about implementing stuff, it just never gets done. But if you make the decision to do something, suddenly it becomes a whole lot easier than you ever thought and you start to get on top of things and just build your practice. Thank you very much, Malcolm. David. Pleasure. Thank you. Thanks again for listening to an episode of From the Trenches. David and I love to hear from listeners, so you can reach out if you've got feedback or story ideas, get in touch. I can be reached on Twitter at Paul Meissner underscore or on LinkedIn, Paul Meissner. I'm on Twitter at David Boyar, B-O-Y-A-R, on LinkedIn, David Boyar. From the Trenches.